All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, nonstop Leafs talk starts now. What's going on, Leafs Nation? Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of Leafs Morning Take. It's Nick Alberga and former Leaf Jay Rosehill. Jay, I got to ask you off the top. That feeling, that opening day jitters, how does it compare to being a player to being a broadcaster now? What's going on, my man? It's going good, dude. It's uh, a little bit of jitters for sure. Waiting for that countdown, going live for the first time. It's uh, it's exciting, man. I can't wait to get going here. And uh, you and me will be breaking it down for the whole season, man. It's a good time to be to be doing this with this team. First and foremost, we got to hit all the buzzwords, right? We are on YouTube, so remember to subscribe, hammer that like button, leave us a review. And don't forget, Rosie, to visit theleafsnation.com. Some fantastic stuff happening over there as we get set for another Maple Leaf season. Just has a a different type of feel. But, you know, first and foremost, off the top, just our mission statement, right? We we aim to bring you wall-to-wall coverage of the Toronto Maple Leaf season, all in a sort of fresh, innovative voice, and and maybe a bit of swearing, too. Like, you never know what you're going to get on this platform, Rosie. That's the best thing about it. But I think most importantly... We want to get that player's perspective. Heck, you've been in that locker room, right? Yeah, sometimes you got to swear to get your point across, man. So if uh, any kids <laughs> listen, I wish I could say I never swore around my kids, but it's, uh, it happens out there. But no, man, it's uh, it's a big time to, to be a Leafs fan, and it has been for a while. And obviously with the disappointment these guys have felt for, for a long time, everyone's chomping at the bit to get going again. And, you know, on paper, this roster is looking really good, and 
I mean, what more could you ask from uh, from preseason so far here? It's uh, It's been solid, and I think everyone's, just like I said, chomping at the bit to get going with this season. Tonight's the night, and everyone's excited. I imagine where you're at in T.O. is just buzzing. Yeah, all I hear is construction work right now. But we want to get interactive with everybody on social media as well here on YouTube. So if you have questions, we'll get to the chat portion later on here in the program. Before we get to our opening segment that we want to unveil here, Rosie, I did some research on you. You had 32 career scraps in the NHL. Um, thanks to our friends at HockeyFights.com, do a tremendous job, 18 of which were as a Maple Leaf. Who was your favorite dance partner in your time in the NHL, Rosie? Uh, I always liked Sean Thornton in Boston. You know, we had that rivalry with Boston, and uh, I don't know how many times I fought him. feels like five or six, but I think it was more like three or four. But um, he's a solid guy. I was telling a, a story on Frank's show where – I was kind of running around like a maniac and I think I hit McQuaid in the corner and then ran Campbell on the half wall and was just running around like a maniac and Sean's out there and he can't let that go on too long. So he grabs me and he knows I'm toast, right? And it's kind of it's kind of tough when a guy jumps out there beginning of his shift, someone else is at the end, especially when they're running around and you know that the advantage is just so far in, in your favor. And he could have taken advantage of that easily, but he, he got in my ear and he's like, get some breasts, Rosie, get some breasts. And I was like, geez, this guy's awesome. So I just took two deep breaths and away we went. And then he's patting me on the head after saying, you know, I had to do that. And it's just just so much respect from that guy um, from my point of view. And to go up against him a couple of times with that rivalry was pretty awesome. So, uh, you know, I always look forward to playing them. And you don't really ever look forward to fighting a guy of his caliber. But, um, you know, a guy that I remember uh, going against quite a few times and was always uh, was always top notch, that guy. Rest assured, I'm happy to be your teammate and not your enemy. With that in mind, every show will start with our feature segment, or for the most part at that point. Uh, without further ado, it's time to unveil Over the Boards. How was my intro to that, by the way? Did you like I it or it was just it. over the I top? Liked, I liked how your voice got deep there. It was kind of sultry. It's, it's been a dream of mine to be working late at night announcing next on the stage if you catch my drift. That's my career ambition in life. <laughs> Next you, on the stage, Leafs morning take. All right, let's get to the first one here. <laughs> let's get to the first one here. Game one feels, Rosie. We all know it as fans and media covering this sport. How does it feel as a player, the opening game of the NHL season? And on top of that, it's against the Montreal Canadiens, the rival team. Yeah, one of my favorite things is, uh, you know, these two teams opening up the season against each other every year. And, I mean, to be honest with you, no one really likes training camp. No one really likes exhibition season. Um, I think this year, you know, most teams are coming in with anticipation, with some anxiousness and with some excitement coming into camp with those feelings. And I think the Leafs were there, but minus the excitement. I think their game seven loss was still fresh in their minds. They've had to answer question after question about it, hear it from everybody and their dog about what happened again last year. So they don't really want to do that whole preseason thing. And I think now that it's behind us and, you know, fast forward three weeks or so and the season's about to start tonight, you think about what they went through, the pieces they added, um, you know, the big question marks in the season, who's going to fill those role spots? Is anyone going to step up and impress? Big question marks on the goaltenders. And, you know, standing on the eve opening night here on the morning of, it's uh, – I don't think you could ask for any more. I mean, everyone looked solid. Guys stepped up. Everything's 
ducks in a row right now. So I think the boys are feeling good and just chomping at a bit. I think Tavares is going to play. Um, yeah. It's all been really solid. So I think the boys in the room are ready to go, and I think they're in a really good spot. The best part about it is the optimism across the league, right? There are 32 teams that all think they have a legitimate opportunity. I just don't know if Montreal is one of them. But having said that, it always seems like every time Rosie, the Leafs, and Habs get together, it doesn't matter where these teams are in the standings. It's always a competitive game. So if you think Toronto is going to walk into the Bell Centre tonight and romp, I just don't know if that's going to be the play. I I honestly don't feel that way because it always feels like Montreal and Toronto get up for this game, no? Yeah, for sure. I mean, huge rivalry. Everyone's been waiting all all summer to play a game. So every guy on the roster will be will be fired up and ready to go. And it's not an advantage to play in the Bell Center as your first game of the of the season. But um, you know, I just don't uh, I just don't see this league being a walk in the park with any team against any other team. I know that they didn't look very good in the preseason Montreal, but. You know, does that mean something? Yes, but take it with a grain of salt for sure. Some people write the preseason off completely, which I don't think is right either. But, you know, I always remember coaches saying in this league, anybody can beat anybody on any night and you cannot take a day off or you will pay for it. So um, I don't think the Leafs Leafs are going to be taking uh, a day off tonight. I don't think they're going to take it lackadaisical and and they want to make a statement tonight. And, and, you know, I hope they do because the Habs will be ready. Toronto 5-2-0 in the preseason, 0-6-2 for the Montreal Canadiens in the preseason. Of course, the added caveat, Uri Slavkovsky, the first overall pick, expected to make his uh, NHL debut tonight, certainly for the Montreal Canadiens. And don't sleep on that Cole Caulfield guy either. Had 22 goals in 37 games under Martin St. Louis last year. And certainly, from the Montreal perspective, they have guys who can score goals. I just wonder if they can keep the puck out of the net. And I don't know about you, it's still weird to see this Montreal team and number 31's not back there, right? It's Jake Allen starting tonight. It is weird, man. I mean, I thought we were going to see Carey Price for for years and years to come. And, um, you know, someone asked me the other day, who's the best goalie you played against ever? And kind of a weird question, but you think about Carey Price and his ability to completely steal a game. You can walk all over a team and there's times where I remember we played them and we did. And if it wasn't for Price, it would have been a you know, a three goal lead and a, and a big win for, for our team. And when he shuts the door, he shuts it hard. So obviously a huge missing component of their lineup, but um, you know, Jake Allen in there, I think is very capable and he'll be ready to go in the bell center tonight too. You can't talk goaltending without looking at the Toronto Maple Leafs perspective, which leads us to topic number two, Matt Murray's Toronto Maple Leafs debut makes 47 appearances <clears throat> scattered over the last couple of years with the Ottawa senators I know you weren't on Twitter for this when that trade went down, but I can tell you Leafs Nation was not too pleased with the acquisition. Having said that, Rosie, it's looked pretty damn good in the preseason. Granted, it is the preseason, right? Yeah, I mean, like I said, take the preseason with, with a grain of salt, man. But at the same time, both these goalies, but, um, you know, throughout the preseason, did anyone look scrambly? Did anyone look out of place? Or did anyone look? injured or uncomfortable or unconfident I mean from what I saw everyone was square and poised um they were positionally sound and they looked like they're ready to go and like I said like you said it is preseason so take it with a grain of salt but I don't think you could ask for any more out of them in the preseason I mean big question marks I'm sure Twitter was blowing up when they signed them but 
that's that's the Toronto fanfare for you. I mean, they had problems with Freddie Anderson. They had problems with Campbell. They have problems with everybody until they're gone. And then all of a sudden they have a new perspective on things. But, you know, Matt Murray's a good goalie and he's he's proven it before. And I think this could pan out. My fingers are crossed and I don't think there's any reason to think that it won't. I think the last two years are, are a wash with COVID and all the BS that these players have dealt with. You have no idea where that guy's head's been in the last couple of years. So... You know, I hope he stands on his head and has a big showing and it's a new resurgence in his career. And I guess time will tell, man. Blowing up is an understatement, I'm telling you, when it comes to social media and Leafs net mining. Certainly everything would happen with Jack Campbell, now a member of the Evans Oilers, as we know, will make his debut tonight against the Vancouver Canucks. But I think you look at Matt Murray, it's just the body of work and the hope uh, instilled by management and a lame duck GM and Kyle Dubas that knows him back from his days with the Sioux Greyhounds. Let's not forget. I mean, Murray did win two Stanley Cups with the Pittsburgh Penguins, but he's long removed from, from that. Like to to expect this type of potential out of a goaltender that hasn't been that guy for a couple of years is worrisome. When you're in a window in a pocket to win the Stanley Cup to win a playoff series, I, I just think to me, Rosie, without question. This is the biggest story of this Maple Leaf season is in between the pipes, and we'll find out the other story tomorrow night in Washington, right, or against Washington in the, in the, in the home opener, excuse me. Yeah, for sure. I can tell me and you are going to be button heads about Dubas all season long by the sounds of things. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, you can only put – I mean, everyone wants a Hall of Fame goalie in their net, but – they're not available and they hardly ever are. And the timing has to be perfect. Your cap has to be perfect. You have to have an opening. Everything's got to go right for you to scoop up the best goalie available when one does come available. And that's not available every year. And it wasn't this year. So, you know, Dubas does what he can to, you know, improve their team. They decided that Campbell wasn't the guy to take him to the promised land and they didn't want to commit to him long-term. So they move on to the next best thing. And, like I said, the last couple of years is when Murray has struggled and you don't know what those players were going through, man. Playing in the bubble and these yeah. guys that aren't used to playing every single night, they're just getting the shit kicked out of them. Every single night, they're on the road. They're not around their families. They're not with their wives. They're not with their children. Who knows what kind of mental health these guys were in. And for a goalie, you know how messed up they are in the head in the first place. To go through all that and to lose your game, it would not be hard. So... I'm taking that approach to it and thinking that the last two years are a wash. Forget about them. Normally, you don't come to Toronto to find yourself. Usually, <laughs> it's frustrating where they bring a guy to Toronto and expect him to be better than he was before, which just isn't possible in that market. But I think he's a unique case, and uh, I think he's talented enough and experienced enough, and he's ready for a, for a new thing. And like I said, he kind of showed it with, uh, with little bits of his play there all preseason long, so hopefully that continues. Yeah, the only place I find myself is uh, King Street West, if you know what I'm saying. Couple I'm rips sure. on there or what? Couple rips on there, Rosie? Come on. Yeah, a couple nights on King Street. King and uh, King and Blue Jay Way at the Underground? <laughs> is hey, that it's closed. Underground closed. Pandemic. Is it? Killed that's, it. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. It, was a, it was a heyday in like 09, 10. We were, that thing didn't close. It was, it was awesome. Drop us a line in the chat. Your uh, post-game bar... The choice on King West or wherever it is here in Toronto. We want to be interactive with you. We'll get your, your chat questions a bit later on here on the inaugural edition of Leafs Morning Take, which brings us into you're, you're very optimistic. And I really, really appreciate that. And I hope it pans out for Matt Murray. I think confidence is a big thing for him, too. And he has it instilled in the current brain trust of this team. So we'll see on that front. It starts tonight against the Montreal Canadiens. 
But I can, I think we can both agree we are optimistic about the season ahead for one Austin Matthews. We're not going to start off with that conversation that is a year away from talking new contract extension with this team. He's going to be worth whatever he wants. But Austin Matthews, the over-under, I believe, and our friend uh, friends at Points Bet Canada had the over-under for season total set at 57.5. Rosie, are you taking the over or the under on that after a 60-goal display last season? Uh, I'm taking the over on it. There's no reason not to. I mean, right off the bat last year, what did he miss nine games, 10 games, and still got to 60. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not like it's an automatic thing to keep up that pace by any stretch, but – he is in his prime and he is a confident man and he has the capability to put up 65. So I think he can get close to 60 again, especially with uh, a bunch of extra games in his pocket. Why not? 60 tucks in 73 games you see in that beautiful graphic on your screen right now. And if you're listening, I'm telling you, um, I'm actually going to take the yonder. I had 57 goals. So I think it's going to be right around that mark. I just think you can't mess with history sometimes. And the fact that it's been 28 seasons since this has been done before, Pavel Bury back in the in the early 1990s leads me to believe that maybe it's going to be just a bit more tougher for Matthews to score this season. Having said that, if there's one guy who can do it, it's Austin Matthews. Um, and certainly looking forward to see what he has next. Obviously, you want to see it in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But I think from a regular season dominance point of view, like this is my biggest storyline aside from goaltending is Austin Matthews. Can he do it again? Can he win the Rocket Rocket for a third consecutive season? And what type of encore will he have for, you know, last season when he wins the Hart Trophy? Like the guy is just on a different level right now, Rosie. Yeah, he is, man. Like I said, he's a confident guy and man, he's just taken off. It seems like he likes the big stage and and he doesn't grip his stick too tightly when when the moment yeah. gets big. Obviously, you want him to showcase that in the playoffs in an elimination game or in game six of the first round when you're in overtime. Obviously, that hasn't happened. But if there's a guy capable, like you said, it's, it's going to be him. And, um, you know, coming down to the wire when there's eight, ten, five games left um, and he's close anything can happen will he step up to the moment and and have a hat trick one night i wouldn't be surprised um will he fall a goal or two short maybe who cares at the end of the day he's he's going to be their stud he's going to be the top of the league he may win trophies again this year but at the end of the day their eyes on the prize and and they just they just got to get to that playoff and uh and get to the second round and keep going from there the most important question rosie thoughts on that duster have you ever had a duster like that in your life no, never. I think one year in uh, Toronto, I did the the Movember, and it was disgusting. Like, the, oh god, it's like, I look like a catfish with these catfish things like <laughs> curling over into my mouth. It's it's so gross. My wife just can't even look at me, let alone touch me. So, <laughs> I'm not going to be doing that this year unless I get uh, unless there's some big bets thrown around. Hey, aren't you a firefighter? Firefighters are big into that. No, the duster in Movember. Aren't you going to bring it back? Yeah. Let's let's get it. I know that is a thing. That's a thing. Even when it's not Movember, it's just not my thing. I, I don't think so. Uh, at the time, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away. At the moment, that's what I'm gonna say. So hopefully that stays true. Because I'm telling you, it's it's ugly. I'll dig up a picture if I can get one. I can't believe I escaped that off the top, and that's my uh, mistake. But not only is Rosie a broadcast professional now, a professional broadcaster, former NHLer, but you were a firefighter, my man. Talk about that job. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, um, 
I've been on for three and a half, almost four years now, I guess. So I, I do that for a living now. And that was kind of always the plan. It was actually with the Maple Leafs. We did a, a team building um, weekend, I guess, up in Trenton. And one of the days we went to the fire hall at the airport and we jumped in their trucks and we're shooting water and we went into a, a fake fuselage, full bunker gear, pulling dummies out with fire flying over our heads. Uh, we took the cutters and the spreaders and we ripped a car apart. And then we had lunch with the guys and girls around the hall after and we're all just BS and ribbing each other, joking around. And I'm like, are you guys kidding me? This is your job. Like, this is unbelievable. So that kind of planted the seed in my head, but obviously was focused on other things for, for a while after that. But uh, when the time came to start thinking about shutting her down, I was, I was uh, keeping my eyes peeled for job openings and lucky enough to get on and, and do it for a career now. So I got that going on. Now I got this going on. I'm, I'm working way too hard, man. The golf game's going to suffer. I think I'm worried. It's okay. We love you over here. Leafs takes you in the day. Then the next day, you're you're saving a baby out of a fire. I mean, Mr. Everything, Jay Rosehill. With that in mind, it's time to get to our wrap-up brought to you by our friends at PointsBet Canada. Yeah, and that sound effect is what we want to bring you uh, in tonight's game. Rosie, I'm going to start us off for this season. I'm looking at a William Nylander anytime goal for this one. You're probably going to get it around plus 180, which is great considering that Nylander did in the preseason. But I got some statistics to throw you away. Some numbers, my man. His career against the Montreal Canadiens, 32 games, 17 goals, 11 assists, 28 points. Of course, we all saw what he did in the Stanley Cup playoffs a couple years back against them. And his career in season openers, four goals in five games, eight points total. Do you like this play tonight? Yeah, for sure. Safe bet. Um, I love the plus money on it, obviously. And, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of good stuff on that board with, uh, yeah, it's tough to say what that score is going to be, but um, a lot of plus money out there. And I obviously, Neil, under safe, safe bet. Good job doing your homework going back a few years, <laughs> seeing what uh, seeing what he's done in that barn because it's not easy to play there. But I imagine he'll be fired up. And like you said, he's he's already firing on all cylinders after preseason. Yeah, I thought he was tremendous in the preseason. And certainly, I think if you don't want to go the distance, if you will, with the goal prop, maybe you look at the shot prop at over two and a half. Because you know Willie Stiles is going to come to play tonight for, for the Maple Leafs. Hopefully, he always does, man. But uh, I'll have my eye on him, too. I might sprinkle that myself, and uh, we can cheer together because uh, I'm already going to be cheering against you as far as Dubas is concerned. So uh, let's get on board with that one. Let's do it. Let's get to some chat questions now, my man. What do we got? I'm loving the graphics here on the show. Uh, Mike writes in, um, the loose moose was a spot, continues to be a spot. We've all got loose at the moose, no? The loose moose. Fuck. I might be dating myself, man. We were, uh, there's gonna probably be some Gen Z people going, what is he talking about? But we would go to Thompson Hotel, uh, What's that, uh, what's that Boston one, uh, Grace O'Malley's? Does that still happen? Loose Moose doesn't um, ring a bell. I'm probably... Yeah, that's still a thing, but it's not the same. My spot's Two Cats. Everybody who knows me on King West, that's my spot in Two Cats. But it's not the same thing, like Loose Moose and all that. Okay, well, we'll get the boys to fly me out and we'll, uh, we'll have a night. <laughs> one show in, Rose is like, yeah, fucking fly me out. Let's do this. <laughs> First uh, class, just read boys, the chat let's as go. <laughs> yeah, we need a team rager. We need a team initiation, right? A rookie Seriously. Party. No Bonding. hazing though, right? 
Oh, no, um, no, no, no. But all in all, certainly that is a story from the game tonight. Um, I think the other bigger story, of course, John Tavares. Um, the fact that he was hurt a couple of weeks back, Rosie, and then all of a sudden he's ready for the season opener. What, what are your expectations for the captain? Because I think he gets a lot of heat in this market. Understandably so, but I think if there's one guy who could persevere, it's probably John Tavares. I think so. I mean, consummate professional, that guy. And uh, if he can play tonight, I he's going to and i think he can all signs point to him being able to play and to be honest with you like i said at the beginning of the show no one loves camp no one loves preseason. You, th you think johnny t wants to be out there while every kid's trying to make a name for himself and try not to be in the american league this year and try to make a roster spot he gets caught in the crossfire and gets blown up in some nothing game i don't think he wants a part of that so you know he takes some time to work on his body and uh, make sure he's healthy for for when it matters and it matters tonight and I, I think I think he'll be ready to go I'd be shocked if he doesn't play and certainly I think as we move forward to game time the expectation even a guy like Nick Robertson doesn't crack the initial roster but I think it's inevitable he's going to be in the NHL at some point in time how about Gino Malgin Dennis Malgin uh, debut I guess 2.0 and of course the much maligned Dennis Malgin because of what Mason Marchment did last year for the Florida Panthers signing a big time contract in the offseason with the Dallas Stars but I don't know about you I was perplexed and shocked as to the preseason Malgin had coming back over from the KHL yeah you didn't uh you didn't hear as much buzz uh, about him coming in as what he put up but seemed like every game that he was in he was the guy that stood out I mean you could be sitting in the nosebleeds without your glasses on and you can see that guy buzzing around he'll stand out even if you can't really uh, see the numbers down there he'll he'll stand out to you and I think he earned that spot um, you know could have gone to some other guys as well but you know cap issues and and everything else that uh, that come along with that is it's just the way it shook out I don't think it's going to stay like that forever I think uh, you know, other players are going to come up. Guys are coming off LTIR. We got to move some contracts here. But as far as what it should look like at the beginning of the the year, this this makes sense to me. And what an opportunity for him to play on that line, especially if Johnny T plays tonight. And you see the projected lines on your screen: Bunting, Matthews, Marner. That's pretty much been the same for the last couple of years. Nylander, Tavares, Malgin, Pierre Engvall, who missed the majority of training camp, expected to go tonight in the season opener with Kerfoot. And Callie Yarncroke, and then Aston Reese, Kempf, and, and Nicola Obey Kubel, who dropped the Stanley Cup in the celebration last year. But have you seen a Leafs team with this much depth in the bottom six? I think that's been the prevailing story to me. And Wayne Simmons, um, you know, illustrated the very point a couple of days back before the preseason game in Detroit was he's never been on a team with this much depth. Now, ultimately, it led to him being cut off this roster, but rightfully so. There's a lot of really good players in that bottom six, Rosie. Yeah, there is. They're they're deep. There's no doubt about that. And you need that depth. You need that secondary scoring, especially in the playoffs. And it looks like they have it. Um, you know, one glaring thing to me is where's their toughness at? If if a team's down a goal or two and, and they don't have any momentum, what's to stop them from running around and getting in everyone's face and starting a scrum and just taking runs at whoever they want? They don't have a lot to answer for it. And believe it or not, that's still a thing. And, you know, a player on the other team, you know, when he looks across at the roster at who's playing and they got a big boy and they got Wayne Simmons in the lineup, nah, maybe I'll just take her easy tonight and see what happens, try to go on offense and move the puck around, blah, blah, blah. They see that they have no one to answer the bell and I'm going to make these guys pay tonight. And that happens all the time. And I, I mean, 
I hear Aston Reese can run around and, and be a big energy guy. I, I hope he's got enough to, to deter some of that stuff, but it's tough to think that Wayne Simmons can't play on the fourth line in the NHL. Uh, you know, I'm a little bit biased and I got some personal um, things going on with that opinion. I played with Wayne for a while and we drove to the rink together every day. And I mean, I just remember him standing in front of the net, net and uh, net front position on the power play and, he'd get that on his forehand, spin around and go five hole far side so quick that he got a ton of goals that way. And if he wasn't doing that, he was tipping pucks or screening the goalie. Good luck moving him. Um, he can kill penalties, block shots, power play, and he can fight anyone in the league, especially now, if that's what needs to happen. And, you know, with production falling off a little bit and whatnot, it's just wasn't in the cards for him. But uh, I think he can have a resurgence and play on a roster. I wish it was this one because I think they're lacking that a little bit. And if you got a guy like Wayne Simmons, you know, taking that role, what better guy? So I feel bad for him in that role, but I hope that uh, that they can get it done with this with this lineup. And it's there's a lot of depth. Don't sleep on that cat. Arbor Jacki uh, expects to make his uh, NHL debut for the Montreal Canadiens. Got into things with the Ottawa Senators in the preseason. You know he's going to want to make an impact. I mentioned Uri Slavkowski off the top. And Rosie, we did it. Your first ever show. How did it feel? Is that in the tank already? Jeez, man. It was good, man. I'm, uh, I'm excited. This is uh, this is fun stuff. I can't wait to follow this team all year long, like back in the mix and and really caring about something again and what better team than this one man i'm i'm on board all in and can't wait to contextualize things it's almost as quick as like a flight from toronto to montreal anybody who's done that you've done that it's like the quickest flight of all time you grab a drink in the air and you're already down and that's pretty much leafs morning take so don't forget to subscribe hammer that like button leave us a review stay active in the chat we're going to be with you all leaf season long but for now we're going to bid you farewell enjoy the season opener tonight in montreal take care Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.